Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek, a sixth generation shaman and best-selling author of Spirit Hacking, bridges the gap between science and spirituality and brings us back to our roots. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders, to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. The time has come to end codependency and put the power back into people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. What is the shaman school? No. You're not going to be studying to pursue a career in shamanism or to bang a drum. The definition of shamanism is one who understands relationship. The shaman school offering reminds you how to have a better relationship with things and how to nurture these relationships, whether it be with yourself, the food you eat, the people you meet, your ancestry, community, the global community, animals, nature, and so forth. My goal is to demystify spirituality, to add a bit of science and understanding of how things operate in the energetic planes. The Shaman School's no-nonsense teaching explores all faculties of experience, from the physical, the emotional range, the mental capacity for information, dialogue, lexicon, energy, perception, awareness, how to understand the energy of currency, and so much more. Fundamental education teaches the basics that we need in society. How to read, write, add, subtract, pay our bills, or how to become doctors, artists, mechanics, etc. But the Shaman School is a school that we all should have been a part of. One that offers the additional tools needed to better understand who we are, why we think the way we do, what's going on behind the scenes, and what we are actually seeing and processing. Are you living well? Are you paying bills just to keep the roof over your head? Are you in a relationship but not fulfilled? Satisfaction cannot be lowered anymore by the inability to recognize possibility. Living well means fulfilling your ideas and your goals and your dreams and having the best time doing it. In the Shaman School, I've extracted the best from all of the world philosophies, religions, spiritual teachings, and theories, offering a juice without pulp that will empower your life. The Shaman School invites you to a world where you're able to seize the tools of understanding, where you're able to have fun and have more because you deserve more. Go to shamandurek.com and click on The Shaman School for the first step toward ultimate happiness and an understanding of your truest self. Let's make things easier and not harder for our life. We deserve that. See you soon. Hey Tribe, so the Tribe wants to hear from you, and I know a lot of you are talented out there in music and poetry and recipes and ideas and just, you know, things that you want to share with the Tribe. You can send that information to info at shamandurek.com and share your gifts with the Tribe. Love you all and stay lit. Hey Tribe, we're going to take a short break to hear from one of our amazing sponsors who is Lit Verified. The Lit Verified store is open. But what does Lit Verified mean? Lit Verified is an acknowledgement and stamp of approval by the tribe. I have tried each of these products and they are the best. 
Lit Verified products vary from beauty, technology, clothing, food, health, and wellness, and anything that is ethically sourced, organic, maintained, and sustainable. Not every product offered to the team passes the Lit Verified test. No, not at all. Every Lit Verified product is carefully researched. Every CEO has been met with. Every ingredient carefully looked into the process production of all of it. I have seen the impact these vendors are making. Their vision and ethics are aligned with our tribe, with people who are consciously supporting community and want to make a difference in our world and make it a better place for us. Lit Verified products are ethically sourced and meet the highest industry standards. When purchasing Lit Verified products, we give back by creating sustainability and by leading the world to make better choices. You can be confident that you're buying into a company that supports a vision for change, not just a company that wants to line their pockets with money. We live in a time where we are oversaturated by commercials, TV, and social media, where far too many celebrities and influencers are endorsing things they know nothing about and things they might be doing damage to people, to the earth, and to animals. With Lit Verified, we've taken that doubt out of the equation. You're not only getting the best, but you're also doing the best. Pick up your awesome Lit Verified items at shamandurek.com and click on the link that takes you to Lit Verified. Love well, tribe. All right, tribe, time to hear from our special guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I'm Shaman Durek, and I am excited. I had the most amazing connection with this powerful, amazing woman named Eliza Cohen, who is actually in studio today. And we're going to be talking about so much about what she does when she's connecting with spirit and being a channeler and the Keshik reader. But let me just give you a little bit amazingness about who she is and why we have chosen her to be on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Podcast. Eliza Cohen is an internationally recognized channeler and Akashic reader, medium and intuitive life coach based in New York, Los Angeles, and London. Combining her background in psychology from NYU and her psychic studies at the Arthur Findlay College in Stansted, UK. She has been sharing her gifts and her abilities with the world, including myself, which has been absolutely amazing. And her specialty of channeling and connecting and building emotional development in society, helping people get past their wounds and traumas and helping them to make smarter choices in their business relationships and so much more makes her a powerful asset to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I'm so happy to have her in studio with us today. Welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Oh my gosh, it is truly my honor and my pleasure. And I just, I'm kind of at a loss for words. This is just so exciting for me. I love excitement. Excitement is a wonderful thing because it allows us to create magnetic energy and send that out into the world. But what I want to do right now is, um, I, you know, I had a reading with you and I had time spent with you. And I really enjoyed our connection. But what I really loved is how you really tap in to the spirit world and the energies. So I want to kind of bring um, our listeners to understanding how did this journey begin and how did you get there? I would have to go back to my early childhood um, because there were some foundational experiences um, then that really 
now I look back on it and I see how it's influenced my journey a lot. Um, but just going back to a young age, I was what you could probably categorize as hypersensitive, mm-hmm. which now I see as quite an asset, but at the time it could be a bit challenging. Um, and naturally just from like my earliest memories, my way of combating that is I would go outside and I would get into this sort of channeling state. And it was the only time that I felt really calm and at peace. Um, And I didn't really understand that I was connecting with the spirit world. I just saw people in my mind and they told me stories and they would make me laugh and they would send me energy. And it was just like the happiest I was um, taking in all the frequencies of the world and not really understanding how to regulate it, process it, what was going on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So that was going on, but I didn't really think anything of it. Just felt normal. It's just kind of like what I did. But I would come into our home after these experiences, and I would always see this man in the house. Um, And he wasn't in my mind. He was actually, visually, I would see him. And it really startled me in the beginning. Um, And I would close my eyes and I would say, like, go away, and he would leave. But as I got older, I started to get, um, I think, more curious and less afraid. Uh And so one day, I was probably like six or seven. I hyped myself up and I was like, I'm going to figure out who this guy is. So I went in the house and I thought to him, um, who are you and what are you doing in my house? And I just got this overwhelming sense of knowing that this man was my grandfather. And he sent me this feeling of like unconditional love. And it felt so good that I remember it, you know, 20 plus years later. Um, And after that moment, I stopped being afraid of him. And he started teaching me things about energy and emotion and the body and how we store pain in our body. Um, And I had never seen a picture of him. He had died when my father was young. So that's why I didn't recognize him. Um, But he's been with me ever since. That's really beautiful. What a beautiful way to come into your gifts. You know, and a lot of times it's very fascinating how we as human beings come into our powers and our gifts because there's something either disruptively happening in our lives that it's a way for us to to remove ourselves from those energies and then actually in that space of being removed from those energies we discover other dimensions other worlds and other things that are there that are supporting us and um and really coming into that space when when you went into the situation with connecting to your grandfather and and opening that up, was there any part of you that thought, "Hey, maybe I'm making this up, and this is just me playing with my mind?" I definitely had those thoughts in the beginning. It became just so natural to me that I kept moving forward with connecting with him. And eventually, I feel our relationship became so deep that it wasn't something that I questioned anymore. Do you feel that people who are having these types of experiences have to start trusting them? And and, in what ways do you uh, give advice to people who are having these experiences when they are actually doubting the authenticity of it, or if it's even possible to even have it. Oh my goodness. Trust is so key in, I would say you're opening 
back up because I believe truly that we all are born really open and then the world conditions us to close ourselves up. It's normal, I would say, to have doubt. That's definitely something that I've experienced personally and many of my clients have experienced as well. But at some point, doubt is, in my opinion, going to be a hurdle that can act as a block. Mm -hmm. And at some point, there's a choice to either trust or to turn back and, you know, go in a, a different direction. And so what is the thing that actually made you decide, okay, I'm going to get full into this and I'm going to make this a part of how I so show up in the world? I took many different twists and turns in my life before this became my work and my life's purpose, even though I believe that that was always meant to be how I supported the world and how I shared my essence. So through those twists and turns, I had a lot of lessons and some more struggles, to be honest. And every struggle brought me back into spirit. And I never, during those struggles, necessarily felt that I could live this kind of happy, balanced, really just like grateful life. And it was through spirit that I found my own peace, my own healing. And that in a combination with, I believe, spirit aligning, really just aligning all the people that I needed to work with. Um, in those really early days and the support around me, I gave a reading as a one-off to a friend and she went and told some people about it without telling me. And it just caught via word of mouth and it's grown since then. And um, I, I credit a lot of it to the spirit world and being in alignment. Yeah, there is this beautiful... Um you know, devotion of energy that we manifest and create when we are fully stepping into that space of, I'm going to just allow all of these things to be present in my life without the need to truly make sense of them and just step into that space with authenticity. Because, you know, I always say authenticity is the place in which we step in without, without the need to seek proof or the need to be validated, right? So my question is, okay, so you're, you're having these experiences, you give a, a reading to your friend, and this is all so beautiful. But now let's, let's, let's talk about the reality of being who you are. Was there ever that moment when you're with someone giving a reading and, and, and talking to the spirits that you ever thought, what if I make a mistake? What if I'm wrong? What if they get mad at me? Absolutely. Absolutely. I go back to, and what's helped me in, in my work and overcoming this is I go back to my intentions and my intention has to always be to serve spirit and to serve the highest you know, good that I can tap into. When I do that, and I know that my fear has not gotten in the way, my ego has not gotten in the way, all of those things that sometimes creep up on us, 
when I know that my intentions are where they need to be. And I really do my best to devote myself to get my intentions where they need to be. If for some reason, something doesn't go how we want to label as right and wrong, because what is right and what is wrong. And sometimes spirit will have people go through things because they need to, you know, there's just a a billion and one reasons why something happens. Um, I feel all right in knowing that my intentions have been to serve the highest good of spirit. And that's all I can really like promise to my clients. I can't promise anything. Um, I got out of doing that as soon as I ever found myself in in those early readings, uh, because it just, that's, that's how I believe this work. I don't like to use the word should, but needs to be for me. Right. And can we replace the word work with this evolving? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Right. Like I always say to, I always say to my fiance, she says, have a great day evolving. Right. Instead of have a great day at work, have a great day at evolving. I'm going to be doing evolving with my client today. Right. So that way we shift out of the, that energy because you're not here to work. You're here to provide luminescent, powerful energy that supports the potential within human beings to see and to support them through your through your uh, channeling and, and through your mediumship and through your ability to listen to spirit and provide a bridge of information for those people so they can get the information to be able to better their lives. So absolutely. And it's not work. I, I don't consider it work. It's the greatest blessing in life is to be able to connect with humans and and love and share the love of spirit. Yes. And there's something that you said that was very poignant. And I want to go back to it because I really want people to grasp this because there's a lot of people out there who, you know, have amazing gifts and skills and beautiful things that they offer. Uh, but they get so caught up in what, how people see them, how people view them and, and making a mistake or being perfect. And what we, what we um, really have to, to acknowledge, and this is something that you said, and I just, why I want to just like really bring it back and, and really pinpoint it for people is the idea of intention, right? And the idea of attention is the intention to serve through love. And that idea then creates a vessel in which everything then goes through the iris of that energy. And I think that's important. So that way, you know, that if your intention is to serve through love, right, then everything that you're picking up on is for that intention. Even if the person doesn't understand it right now, I've had situations where I've told people things um, and they didn't understand it in the moment. And they were like, oh, that's not true. That's not this, not that. And then came back two weeks later and was like, oh my God, everything you said was 100%. I just wasn't ready to receive it. I wasn't open to receive it, right? Yeah. Do you ever find that point where you feel like people are uncomfortable in hearing the intention through love because they're not fully present with that energy in themselves and and they don't receive it in the best way? How do you manage through that? Because I'm so empathetic, I definitely pick up on this. And in the past, I've wanted to just pour in more love, but I've learned that sometimes it's better to just stand in whatever the energy that spirit brings through to that person. Um, Because 
I, it's, it's a bit in the ego to think I can come in and fix that for them. Right. Or I can come in and heal that or show them enough love so that they then are okay. And they feel good. Um, and I've had to work through, I'm going to say evolve. Let me correct that evolve through needing people around me and my clients to feel good and to feel happy because spirituality is work. It's going into the dark. And a lot of it a lot of it feels really good. And a lot of it brings up a lot of stuff that sometimes we aren't ready to confront at that time. But if it's coming up, I believe that it's meant to come up at that point, whether that person grasps it in the moment, it hits them in the moment, or it hits them two weeks later or a year later, so forth and so on. Right. Because isn't there that point of service where you have to be the messenger regardless if they like the package that they're receiving? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And why do you think it's challenging for people to receive the package, even though they're asking for you to, to deliver information from them? I believe that we are not one thing. So there can be a lot of conflicting energies even within us. So there could be a part of someone that is driving them that they know, okay, I want to confront this. I want to be ready to face whatever I need to face. But then we have all these other little personalities going on in us that want to run in the other direction. Um, So I feel though, if a person is coming to have a session with me, then the majority is saying they are ready. Right. And and really um, creating a dynamic understanding of helping them to remember why they're there, right? Like, do you find that people forget why they're there and what the purpose is of what they're being there with you in, in that holding that space and intention? So for instance, I would say like someone says, okay, I'm going to go and see you. But then when they receive the information from you, because it doesn't fit the idea of how they want to see themselves, they then completely dismantle the idea of why they are even there with you. And how do you handle situations like that when they occur? I've definitely experienced this and I've had to learn to let it go unless um, spirit calls me to go in deeper because again, it's not my job to necessarily wake someone up to what their intentions were in the past. Mm-hmm. It's my job to serve with love and bring spirit to them. But this is something that I've definitely confronted and had to evolve through myself. Right. And in the process of you evolving through it, did you find uh, what were the things that were actually getting in the way that were making you feel hurt or not honored or not valued or seen in the likeness of what you truly are, which is here to bring messages from spirit to humanity in a way that supports their greatest potential? I had to go within um, and confront what I still am evolving and healing within myself, what beliefs that I still hold about myself on some level, I've alchemized many of these beliefs, but I don't believe we are ever healed or we're ever fixed or we're ever perfect. We are in constant growth and evolution. And I am just as much 
I am just as much on that journey as anyone that's coming to see me. In fact, I feel um, many people I resonate with because we are mirroring each other in some ways and I can speak deeper to what they may be going through because I've gone through it myself. Mm-hmm. So in those instances, I have had to really go within, confront whatever little dragons were hiding in my own closet and my shadows and look at myself in the mirror in a really honest way and have those conversations with myself of, if you're going to do this work, you need to confront this. You need to move past this because this could very easily become an issue for you that it doesn't need to be. And it can't be, we don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you ever feel like there's the wise lover in you that is so wise that loves the person so much that you're actually supporting that it doesn't really matter how they choose to act or be you hold that resonant field of love for them because you know that whatever they're going through or whatever gripes they may have is all a part of them coming into a greater place of love. Yeah, I I do. And I do have just such an immense love for my clients. I consider myself so lucky to have connected with so many truly incredible, like beautiful humans that have inspired me in my work. And so I really do seek to hold the vibration of love, especially in those uncomfortable moments of change, because that's really what's happening in the discordant energies is change and evolution. Right. And that evolution is so necessary right now, especially with all of the things that are happening on the planet that people are being pulled into the chaotic fields and then us being standing on the sideline being ready with the 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 medicine and the nurturing and and the blankets and the love and whatever it is to be able to help them to not keep going into those fields of discord when when you look at the world today and you see all the things that are happening in the world what do you think is the main thing that is causing a lot of this disruptive energy from your perspective. And, and there's many different people's perspectives on this, but this is about your perspective. It's such such an important question. And it's such a relevant question to what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do believe that the world is has pushed us all to fit into boxes, to mm-hmm. become sort of clones of one another and out of our personal power and our personal signature. So one of my real passions and desires is to help facilitate the connection back into oneself, which is such a unique signature. Like there are no clones, there are no copies of us. I believe that when you connect to yourself and your your spirit and your soul, you find your own divinity, you find your own peace and alignment, and you live a happier life. And when you're happier, you you do better for the world. So it's all very interconnected from my perspective. And I just, I want everyone to shine their personal light because we need it. We really need everyone's unique gifts, especially right now. That's beautiful. And I love that because I think that 
there's so much potential in humanity, but I think that a lot of people don't believe that they have anything to offer because they've been programmed through continuous repetition of someone telling them that's not possible or continuous experiences in the way they've been thinking and their constructs that have been limiting them from seeing the beauty and the miracle that exists within them. Do you, okay, so let's go into kind of like some understanding. How does one start uh, connecting um, into the spirit world or into their spiritual gifts? How does one start that that connection, that relationship? In better words, you know, what is the best way for people to connect with their own spirit or in the spirit world from your, from your um, opinion? One of my favorite quotes is, as within, so without, as above, so below. So I really do believe it starts by going within. We're programmed to look outside of ourselves and to seek someone else to give us the answers that is really just inside of us. Like we have our most divine clarity within us. We just are really programmed to be distracted and look without us. So I encourage everyone to sit with themselves and connect with what they naturally enjoy, whether that's art, whether that's the ocean, whether that's meditation, whether that's engineering a computer. It's all spiritual to me. And when you get into those true states of connection and flow, that's where the divinity can come in and the intuition can come in. And you can really expand your own sense of communication with yourself because it's all really a communication um, with ourselves and the divine energy. So going within, I believe, is a great starting point to then seeing everything materialize with outside of us. Yes, I agree. And I love the way you said that. It was so beautifully put because I, you know, I find, and there's something that you said that was really beautiful. And it was um, that we all have this unique imprint that is being, that life is waiting for to be expressed in this world. And that when people are holding themselves back from their potential, from being able to connect with people like you who can help them to open up that potential, they're limiting their that, that beautiful light, that expression, that creative response to the world that has been waiting for them to bring their imprint as them into the world. And I think that's so beautiful because... You know, so much I feel there's a lot of people on the planet right now who feel like they want to know their purpose and they they keep asking, you know, like, why am I here? What is my purpose? What is the purpose of me being here? And I think that they're seeking something so concrete to show up in some golden veil or some light that shines from the heavens with the with a scroll that they pull out of a box and it reads to them why they're here instead of realizing you know, the potential of all of the many things that they can achieve and create in this world. How do you help people to facilitate that level of awareness and get out of the, why am I here? I don't know what to do. How do you help people in that? It's a really individual process. And it, and I will say that it varies. When I channel with someone Spirit will take me to where um, like a starting point would be. It's different for everyone. It could be belief, a belief system, 
that they need to edit or remix that could be divorcing them from their own connection to what their purpose is or what path they need to take for their highest good. But it definitely differs. But the uh, objective is always the same to reach that point. Spirit just, I would say, takes different freeways to get there. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I I, I believe so. Absolutely. Um, Now, let's say you have me here right now, right? And um, does spirit say anything about me in regards to uh, whatever? What what is what message does spirit have for me right now since I'm here with you? That I'm that's that's uh, we can transparently share. I love I love this. Um, let me just tap into spirit's message. They're bringing me to the concept of being a trailblazer. And I feel that that definitely connects to who you are and your purpose. And they're highlighting the importance of you blazing this trail. That being said, they're bringing me to hurdles that you've had to go through, sort of roadblocks, especially recently. And they are bringing me to you blazing the trail and basically not taking no for an answer. If you get a no somewhere and they're saying you can understand this and you can can connect to whatever this no is, it's not a no on the path. It's just a no from that direction to reroute because there is a yes. And it's important that you find the yes, because this is a trail that you are meant to blaze. Wow. Thank you so much. I love that. And what is some what are three tips that you would give someone to begin to start having a devotional connection to spirit in a way that can benefit their lives? Definitely to carve out some time for yourself, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. I lo- I think self-care is so spiritual and self-care looks different for everyone, but mm. the, the devotion to oneself mirrors the devotion to spirit and spirit is a force of unconditional love. So when you are loving on yourself, you're connecting into their love and that creates a channel. I, I want to say that again, because I really need people in the back to hear that. <laughs> because a lot of times people don't understand how easy it is to create that connectivity through the aspect of how in which we show up for ourselves. Can you say that one more time so everyone can hear it? Yes. Spirit is love. That is the force that they are bringing. When we show ourselves acts of love, whether that is through self-care, I am a huge proponent of self-care. That's why I bring it up. But you can love yourself through food. You can love yourself through, you know, a million and one different ways. That creates a channel for spirit to bring their love in stronger. I love that. Wow. That's some powerful energy right there because we live in a world where people feel like they have to go out all the time and do all of these things in order to get love through codependent relationships, people pleasing, doing things that go against the very vital core energies of who they are and what they are. And what you just said is basically stating how you choose to love yourself through any way in which you do gives 
immediately the channeled connection for source, for God, for creation, for spirit, for ancestry to come through and be able to support you. And you will notice your life completely changing. And I can speak to this because you talked about all those acts of not being in self-love. I've been there personally, and it was not something that I ever thought I could shift for myself and my own life. And through a lot of evolution and sitting with myself and sitting in front of a mirror of myself, I was able to evolve. I'm still evolving in it because this is something that we are, like you said, not taught to do. We're taught to do the opposite of this. So in that self-love, I mean, your entire life will shift overnight and miracles will literally come in. It's, it's, it's mind blowing to the outside eye. Oh, I love that. And let me ask you this. Let's say for instance, okay, I'm someone I've been having experiences don't necessarily know what to do with them. I don't know who to talk to. I want to be able to build um, a business where I can serve humanity and be able to um, be replenished from the rewards of that on both a, a spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical level through monetary gain and create a life for myself where I am creating sustenance. What are the steps for me to begin to entertain that as a, a conscious truth and reality? Well, first I would say it's absolutely available to you. It's absolutely possible. It's absolutely available to you. And you have to believe that. So belief is a major key in creation. The next step is you have to find what your, call it energetic signature, whatever your sharing is, if that is channeling, it, I mean, it doesn't even have to have a label. That's, you know, an individual experience, but find what that is and what is really authentic to you and then start sharing it. In the sharing, you will pick up momentum and you'll get the intuitive guidance, which way to go with it. Cause you'll see what's hitting, you'll see what doors are opening and you'll see what doors are closing. And that is usually the spirit world paving the best path for you. I would say to be really open and to remove expectations. Intention and expectations are different. So you can have the intention. It's great to have the intention, right? I want to create a, an amazing life for myself through my work, but I would release the expectation of what that's going to look like and let spirit help move you. I love that. Uh, let me ask you this. Let's say, for instance, someone is just constantly beating up on themselves and being negative to the way that they think they have a very pessimistic view of life. They put a lot of energy out there and they haven't really seen things change. What, how would you address this for them in order to create that? And what kind of things would you offer them through your technique and through having a session with you? First, I would want to show them validation and love because when you go through frustration and difficulties, you need to be validated that in that at first, I believe. And you need to know that you are loved. And just because things haven't worked out or you've had negative experiences doesn't mean that you're not good enough. You're not worthy. You're not loved. So first validation and love. 
then I would sit with them and go deeper. I would ask spirit to bring me to where these roadblocks are coming from. And we would go into that and evolve them, shift them and bring wisdom to it. Because a lot of it, I believe too, is understanding. If you understand something, then you can edit it, then you can shift Mm -hmm. it. The the problem is sometimes we don't, we don't understand, or we need guidance around that. And then spirit would usually offer a solution. So we'd bring in some new techniques and I would send them away and have them come back to me with an update and we'd go from there. So it's kind of like um, a lesson plan. Right. So you would put some kind of plan together for them to be able to move through different channels of this of this kind of evolutionary process and then come back and then move through the other processes that follow based on the ones that you've already given them direction to do. Yes. Um, and I would say too that things that I've noticed with roadblocks, a lot of it again is beliefs about ourselves, but also there's a sometimes a lot of family history and other influences that we need to bring wisdom around, clear. So I really work with the spirit world, the person's soul, their Akashic records, and their whole quantum self and system to understand where this guidance and this wisdom needs to come in so that, you know, we can shift everything in their life. You mentioned the Akashic records. Can you tell my listeners around the world what exactly is that? Because some of them may not be aware of what that means. Yeah, of course. So the Akashic records is basically like this library um, in the sky, so to speak. Um, But it's just information. It's infinite information about us, um, everything that's ever existed or will exist. So many people understand that. I, the concept of past lives in the fifth dimension, you know, that's a whole other um, rabbit hole, but I'll just use the word past lives because people understand that in a linear sense but that's where past lives live. So if you have a pattern that's been repeating through lives, you can go into the Akashic records, identify this pattern and shift it because I believe we incarnate to evolve through different frequencies, different energies, different lessons, so on and so forth. And these energies, lessons, frequencies uh, do affect us in certain ways. So with this ability to access these Akashic records, can you see what someone was or are in one of those dimensional fields of, and and I I don't want to be so facetious about it because we talk about time as a relevant marker of on our planet that we use as a rolling system of how we um, identify um, our growth and so forth. But we know that time doesn't really exist outside of this dimension but in it's existing quantumly, right? So I want to talk more about that from the perspective of if you're looking at me, for instance, and you go into the Keshik records, what does it tell you about my past lives? Oh my gosh. There are many, 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 many. And I love what you were talking about time because the only reason we understand time is linear is because we've agreed upon it and we understand time now because this is where our consciousness is right now. So it's just easier to understand it in that way. But you are living lives, I mean, everywhere on different planets, on this planet. But if I tap in, there's definitely themes of power, influence, and as well speaking that are coming through. So there's a certain frequency of your voice that really resonates. 
And what I'm tapping into is you have been um, selected or you've selected yourself because we're all one to really um, help the world evolve through your speaking through your voice. And this is something that has repeated in many lifetimes. You've been very influential in many lifetimes, not every lifetime you've experienced many different experiences, but what they're showing me is your lifetime now connects to these other very influential speaking lifetimes in order to affect change. And especially to bring the wisdom of these ancient lifetimes back into the world. Um, not that it's ever left, but people have kind of gone quiet to it. Right. You know, I had a lifetime that came to me uh, through a hypnotherapy experience in Greece where I had no idea that this place even existed. And then all of it flooded back to me after the hypnotherapy of being an Oracle of Delphi, where I used to sit on this kind of like a precipice, it was, I remember, and they used to have this smoke coming up from the earth and it was like very toxic, but I used to breathe it in and get these visions and people would come from all over to talk to me. Uh, go ahead. I just have to say too, because spirit's prompting me. They also want to talk about your brain because people understand your speaking, but what not everyone understands is you also have a very expansive and intricate brain. And this is something that connects off planet as well. So I tap into your uh, brain DNA as being um, very expansive, but in like an extraterrestrial sense. That's and funny. That's what my niece said today when we were filming. She said, uh, it's like you're literally an ET because every time she films me, we only do one take and I knock it out of the park for classes or whatever it may be. You're like a computer. And so spirit wants to highlight that as well, because your speaking is important, but also your ability to understand things in a very intricate, expansive way that is really beyond like human, <laughs> human brains is something also that has repeated through lifetimes, but I I'm attaching these lifetimes to being off planet as well. Fascinating. Well, you know, it's interesting what you're saying, um, because you know, when I was a kid, they said I had, they thought I had Down syndrome because um, I didn't speak at all until a very certain age. And for many years, I didn't speak. And my family thought something was wrong with me. I would just stare at people and I didn't speak. And when I did speak, I spoke about things that were too much for them to hear, you know? And I always, when I look at life and the way that my mind works, I see the um, frequencies, connectivities, the energies, the resources, the everything is like communicating me simultaneously. So when I hear someone speak, I see what's what it's creating. When I hear someone, I hear people's thoughts and their thinking process. I feel people's emotions. But I, as you said the intricate aspect is that, and I'm getting chills in my body right now, the intricate aspects of and how I dial in is so interesting. So when I speak to spirit, I hear them talking to me like they're sitting next to me in the room having a conversation and the visuals I get are so intricately designed. If, if, you know, like I was the other day, my friend was in the house 
And he's like, well, what kind of things should I wear, you know, um, to this uh, uh, event that he was going to? And I turned my head and I saw him standing in front of me and I just swiped outfits through his body and I could see exactly what it would look like on him. And then I was like, actually, you want to wear this color suit with this color because this is going to promote more opportunities and connect you to more people. You want to wear this thing. And like, I can see it so clearly. And, and, and it's, it's amazing that you said that because ever since I was a kid, my friends used to tell me, I think you're an ET because you, the way you think is not the way that most human beings think. The way spirit showing it to me is I literally see an alien spaceship and I see this computer, what I would closely resemble to a computer, but it's written in languages and codes that I cannot read. And I see how deep this computer is and how vast it is. And the message with it is there are infinite amounts of angle and understanding of frequencies and wisdom. And you have the ability to tap into all of it and then funnel it through a lens that people can understand, which is really important because if you can't, then, ah, I love them. That's why we started with speaking and we're ending with the computer. Um, you then get to speak about it because that's your mission is to blaze the trail and to be this channel of change and really have this influence and speaking ability. Amazing. Cause I honestly feel like I am an, uh, an intellectual restructurer. I feel like my position in life is to restructure and fine tune and refine the frequencies of atonement to higher dimensional fields of consciousness. And so when I meet with people, I can see what they're doing on a physical level, emotional level, physical, uh, mental level. And that's why I love connecting with you because you have such a clear channel and your channel is so clear that immediately spirit lights your energy up. It's like this buzz that comes through you. And then you have to say what it is. That's what I, especially when we were in session together, when you did, um, uh, when you did a session with me, so I could see like your skills and what you're about. Cause I always love to see how people operate in their power and consciousness. It was so beautiful. I was explaining it to my fiance and explaining it to my family, how you are able to go meet there's no there's no separation point with you you go straight into that world and not from a point of i have to go somewhere but it's already there and you open it up it's a door that's a it's a it's a two swinging door that opens up and then all of the information that's necessary for my growth and for the growth of my intellect, emotional intelligence, and so forth comes streaming through. And you just say it out of your mouth. And I was, I don't remember if you remember how shocked I was when you did that, you know, because I get really excited to see high level mastery present itself as an embodiment in physical form and then reflect that out to the world. And I sometimes, you know, see a lot of rhetoric, a lot of people copying things um, that have been told to them in books and things, but not really finding that, that their own attunement outside of those books and things and really just stepping in from a playful nature and from an explorative nature. And I saw that in you immediately. And I was like, whoa, this is the real deal here. This is going to be amazing. I'm excited to have you on the podcast. Got to get you on the live. Like it's, it's, it's really important for people 
to be able to experience uh, the, the gift that you have. I, you're going to make me cry. I just, I love you. You have been such an angel, a blessing in my life and thank God for you on this planet. So to be able to connect with you in a session literally is just better than anything for me. And I, for me, spirit is home. It's my, it's, it's where I am. Like that is actually my home, <laughs> not, um, not our, our human world, even though I'm very grateful for the human experience. So to be able to share that with you of all people was the greatest gift you could, I could ever receive. Literally. I was like, oh, spirit, you know, what would just be the best for me ever. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm so honored to to thank you to for you to be able to provide that session for me and for me to experience you, your your level of mastery was really beautiful and also divine. And what I thought was really funny too is that when I told my fiance, she goes, "Well, hello, we were in New York and she found us on the street in New York City." And that right there tells you that she put herself at the right place at the right time using her powers to bump right into us out of millions and billions of people who are walking the streets of New York City. You want right into us. Well, I have to say you guys were one block from my apartment and it was so divine and beautiful because I was I remember I was at my friend's house. I was helping her out with some stuff with her apartment and spirit told me, okay, it's time to go home. And so I told her, I listen, I go, okay, I have to go. Um, you know, thank you so much, but I, I need to leave now. And I was just walking and I saw you guys in front of me. And I thought to myself that no way, like no way is that Shaman Durek and Princess Marta. And it was, and it was just the greatest surprise ever. We were so happy. I mean, I, we were like, oh, I wish we had more time. We could go to her house and have tea and like, and just have some spiritual fun together by sharing, you know, love and connection and so forth. Um, but Martha remembered that when I told her about you and she's like, oh my God, see if she wants to do something with me. I'd love to have a, a to, for her to share her gifts with me as well. So I just want to let people know, like, um, you know, how people can get in touch with you how can they, um, you know, benefit or the, do, you know, from your Instagram or whatever it may be that you offer? How do we get connected to you? How can people do that? Well, I love when people connect with me and I would be honored to connect with Princess Marta again. That would be such a pleasure. Um, Instagram is, I love Instagram. My Instagram is Eliza. And then another A for my middle name. And then my last name, Cohen. And in public, you send me a DM. Um, also, my website is my full name, which is Eliza Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. So the typically male spelling. And then my last name, Cohen.com. And there's a place to email me and just read a little bit more about what I do. So I would say those are the quickest ways. They can book a session that way as well, too. Yes. Or DM me. I'm, I love it. You can DM me, email me, whatever is easiest. Oh, fantastic. I'm so grateful and thankful and appreciative to have had you here on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Oh my gosh, this is the best day ever. I love you so much, Shaman Derek. Thank you for everything that you do and 
all of the just incredible shares and offerings that you continue to share with the tribe and keeping us all lit. That's what it's about. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Tribe, I love you all so much. And if you want to stay connected, be sure to check me out on IG at Shaman Durek. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please visit shamandurek.com or contact info at shamandurek.com to learn more. And remember, tribe, no matter what, stay lit.